Gerald Griffith reflects on his final VO Atlanta. Just seeing the smiles. It's not about what it means to me. It's about what it means to them. Because that's where I get the excitement is when the stories are told about the friendships and the connections and sharing and all that stuff like that. It's all about that. When everybody looks back at it, it's about who did they meet, who did they connect with, what did they learn as well. And that's the great part. So that makes me excited when I hear that type of stuff. Just an email away. Corporal Everest tell us what to say. Explain the video, image and radio. Slang a local car is reading. I'll be always nowhere. Ain't no stars. No, we're the middle class VO podcast. The middle class VO podcast. Welcome to the middle class VO podcast from Atlanta. <laughs> The Middle Class VO Podcast uh, from the final VO Atlanta. We are excited to be here with a bunch of folks, and we're going to be playing clips throughout the uh, podcast. Uh, Bobby Maxwell is here. Hey, Bobby. Hey, got our friends here. I don't know if we're supposed to have this many people in the same room. but It's, it's okay. It's, we paid extra, so it's fine. We paid extra, so it's fine. We're going to get some folks on mic. Uh, can we start with Scott Parkin? Scott, could you come over here really quick, please? You're cool, man. Tell me, what has VO Atlanta meant for you in your career? Oh, God, can you ask a, a bigger question? <laughs> um, uh, I've been able to drink as much as I can through the South. Um, <laughs> no, the first time I came was uh, 2017, and I met a lot of fantastic people. I met uh, Rachel Naylor, and I ended up going to London and teaching, and she's one of my fast friends, English Gidget. I taught her to, taught her to surf. I met JMC here, and I'm going to. I went to Barcelona. I'm going to uh, Switzerland. Um, I always just really like to be in front of people and have a great time, and not really have to say anything serious this late at night. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing great. You're doing great. And how many times have you been at Vio Atlanta? I've been here three times. I want you to breathe. Okay. Okay. I can. I can. I blame the bourbon. I blame the bourbon. We have a lot of people. Um, I've done three of them. I didn't do the virtual one because, like, Tim and I have been on Zoom for two years, and we're like, no, not doing, not doing Zoom. So I've been to three of them, and I'm excited to see what happens. I don't. I, this is the last one um, with Gerald in charge, but I believe it's going somewhere else. And. I'm, about that type of stuff and I don't want to start any rumors lobster but the point is <laughs> no I have no I have wow. no idea I have no wow. idea I don't know what so point being if Scott Parkin ends up dead after tonight we know what happened no you don't there's so many different reasons I could die tonight <laughs> excellent Scott Parkin thank you so much <laughs> Christy Bowen Christy Bowen yes, Christy <laughs> Bowen come over here Christy same question for you. You have been heavily involved in VO Atlanta throughout the years. What has VO Atlanta meant to you? Friendship. Love. God, I can't do this without crying. <laughs> tears are good. Yes, tears are good. Uh, it's meant a lot of things. It's just meant... Um, really using the production skills I have because I've been so in the booth by myself. So being able to help produce VO Atlanta has been exciting and get back in that world again. That's just the base level. But what it's really meant to me is really just people and love and really getting to see people and work with so many different kinds of 
presenters and talent and God, just everything. It's it's pretty much meant my world, honestly. How many VO Atlantis have you done? I spoke for the first time in 2017, uh, produced the virtual conference in 2018 and 19, and then the pandemic shut us down yeah. after many hours of produ- getting ready to do things and shutting it down in 2020, uh, helped produce the 2021 virtual conference, and this year, I'm a spectator and loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Voice actors, coaches, producers, and directors on what VO Atlanta means to them. VO Atlanta changed my life. Hands down, changed my life. VO Atlanta brought out some people who were wondering whether or not it was time to get social. And I'm so glad that I was here because I could see that everybody was joyous about this particular conference. I've never been in a place where people were so eager uh, to learn. Because I've shown up at these places, uh, these venues to, um, to teach before, but I've never had people so eager and brought their A-game. Because this is like a place they come to be really serious about their craft. So that really impressed me, and it, it inspired me. It is the foundational conference of the industry, something that has elevated countless careers. I will always remember uh, what I've learned here, the connections that I've made here and how it has helped my career grow uh, to what it is today, because I can directly attribute that back to this conference, and I'm very, very thankful for everything that Gerald has done to make that happen. I think that the, the variety of seminars and workshops that are here are really incredible. Coming back this year in person has just been so wonderful, and seeing some of the people I met three years ago, it's just been so wonderful. I came as an attendee one year and I've been the host uh, for the other nine years. I would just say it's a magical experience. We'll have a house party. Recorded live in Atlanta, the middle class VO podcast house party. Excellent, most excellent. Elaine Clark, uh, nice to meet you, first of all. Yeah, I've heard so many good things about you. You too, so thank except you. for what you want. Know, yeah, yeah, please don't go into that, you know. I've coached with Elaine a couple yeah, of times, so yeah, yeah, I was so good to see you here. But you uh, what do you think about VO Atlanta coming to a close, and, and what has it meant to you? Well, I, I started before VO Atlanta began, <laughs> and there will still be a relationship with VO Atlanta after I leave. Do you know the secret, too? No. <laughs> Except in my heart. No. But it's, it's uh, Gerald has ideas, and who knows what's going to happen. It's just, I think things have to change where it is. And I, I mean, VO Atlanta has been awesome. So I, it's been magical. You heard some of the stuff I said, the opening day. So um, I don't know. We'll just see what, see what happens next. But I think it's, what it's done is created a, a cohesive group of people who really care about one another, who um, support one another, and that's what it's really all about. So that uh, if you get the job from me, I don't care because I'm happy for you. Well, sort of. Sort of. I mean, within, within reason, right? Of course. <laughs> what, what is the future for Elaine Clark with regards to conferences? I have no idea. I just go one day at a time. So my, uh, my thoughts are just writing more books, writing uh, more plays, writing uh, and creating more apps. Who knows what I'm going to do, but I always support other actors and people in the voiceover business. That's my job. Elaine Clark, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
stuff. Excellent stuff. Uh, did I see Jace Patrick? Jace Patrick over there. Jace, please come over here for one second, please, good sir. So, Jace Patrick, one of our Nashville peeps uh, here at VO Atlanta. Jace, how many times have you been at VO Atlanta? Since 2017, minus the plague in, you know, in the middle there sometime. Yeah. What What have you done at VO Atlanta, and what has VO Atlanta meant for you and your career? Uh, yayo. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I made a lot of connects and met a lot of really great people and friends that I've, I've been friends with ever since. And uh, to me, it just means the homies. I love it, you know. And if you can get, you know, pick up an agent or uh, anything like that, then awesome. Yeah, you know, but uh, just the homies is is pretty good reason for me. Awesome. Yeah, you know, I was just talking to somebody in the elevator coming up, and you may have dealt with this in your first year. I remember the first, my first year, being not knowing a single person, and you're just kind of walking around. I'm I'm an introvert, so it's like all these people know each other. And but now, all these years later, it's we've developed so many friendships, and I'm sure you have. Uh, the first, the uh, yeah, little anecdote here. Uh, the first year, um, I had been, uh, I had gone full time on day six, you know, of me auditioning and stuff, and I just never stopped. And so I'd been going for say, I don't know, eight months or whatever. And um, and then I got with Jay Michael because Vicky said, you know, well, you need a coach because we were like, am I doing it right? I don't know if I'm doing it right. <laughs> you're making money. It's like, am I doing it right? You know, it just, you know, but you don't know when you're new, so. Um, I uh, got with J. Michael, Vicky found him, and I coached with him one time, and then he was the first VO I met when I came in because I looked across the room and I knew him as soon as we walked in. And so that was like the first VO person I'd ever met, and I looked around and I thought everyone was like, oh, they're all they're all better than me. They're all pros because everybody had swag. You know, they're all theater kids. So they're like, yes, I belong. Yeah. You know, and I'm just, I'm, I'm from music and I'm like, geez, I'm just a drummer, you know? <laughs> and um, so I went to my first class and I'm going to exaggerate. It wasn't like this, but it was kind of like, this is a mic. This is an audio interface. And I was like, I know that already, you know? So, and then I found out, you know, you talk to people and it was like, I was like, how long have you been doing? Oh, I've never done it. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing it. Cool. Yeah. So it also gave this really super cool validation that I had not had, you know. And so if you don't know, you don't know. But it's pretty cool to get amongst your own and learn some stuff, mm -hmm. you know. I have a damn good time doing it. Am I allowed to say that? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Sorry for the, sorry for the long story. Everybody's like, You're so salty. <laughs> but that's excellent, man. Jace Patrick, everybody. Thank you so much. Excellent. Check out these VO industry leaders on VO Atlanta. I think this is life-changing. What I enjoy every single year is watching uh, people's faces light up that are new to voiceover, that are trying to learn and explore, and they come in, they learn from uh, great people like Joe Cipriano and AJ McKay, uh, or Jeff Howell, or uh, Dave here, uh, Dave Walsh. It, it's so amazing what you can learn at VO Atlanta. To me, the what people coming to me and saying how oh, I've helped them and thank you and thank you, it's like, it's humbled me beyond belief, and I am going to go to bed tonight grateful. They really were the blueprints for these kinds of conferences where these kinds of workshops, the variety of things that were available for people, I think it's fantastic. 
I think VoiceOver is a great ride, and I see all this hope here, and it's a lot of fun, and it inspires me, and I think there's a lot of great things in the future for all of us. You don't know if you're good at something or if you have some superpowers that are dormant until you take someone's panel or you go to someone's excession and you can work a muscle out that you never knew you had or you overlooked. It takes to come to a place like this to actually activate that skill and to open yourself up and to meet other like-minded individuals that actually understand what it is you're doing and what you're pursuing. Back to the Middle Class VO Podcast House Party, recorded live in Atlanta. I want to go to Bobby. I'm going to go to Bobby. Because uh, you came to VO Atlanta before me, and you're the one that introduced me to VO Atlanta. Tell me how you first got involved with VO Atlanta. I'm trying to think where I saw it. It had to have been, well, I just left radio, actually, because I left in January, and these were usually like in March. And someone told me about VO Atlanta. It might have been somebody in Cincinnati, or I saw it on a webinar or something. But I was like, really? Everybody's meeting? What's it about? What can you learn? So went to the website and was just like, wow. Had no idea there was, were so many genres in voiceover and that there were so many opportunities to learn about those genres in one location over a long weekend. And like I was, uh, was talking to Jace earlier that um, it was just like I was overwhelmed when I walked in. I was just checking out everybody. But by the time you left, yes, you were exhausted by Sunday by the time you checked out, but there was so much information that you had learned but more importantly, you were very, very invigorated and ready to put it all into action. And every single year, it's the same thing. It's kind of like it's a rejuvenator, you know, that's what it is. Most excellent. And Randall Ryan has just entered the room. Randall. So R Randall, thank God, listens to our podcast. So he gets it and he knows what we're doing. But Randall, if you haven't guessed, we're doing a live house party style uh, version of the pot. It's recorded. That's okay. Uh, we can edit this. We can edit this. So I can say things like, who are you? Exactly. So tell me, what has VO Atlanta meant for you? And what have you gained in your career from it over these years? Free alcohol. <laughs> um, you know what I think it's, what, what I think it's really meant uh, for me is that, you know, it, 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 it's really taught me what I already knew, but, but in a better way. The, the, the whole sense of community. Um, one of the things that I tell people, and I've told a lot of people to come to VO Atlanta, and the reason is because there are so many things that Gerald has done right. The fact that I look at your name badge and it says Kevin, Tennessee, doesn't say anything else, it doesn't say what company you're with, it doesn't say uh, your, you know, what you do. It forces people, in a sense, to just sit down and say, hi, my name is, who are you? and get to know that person as that person. And I think that is a brilliant concept. I also think the brilliant concept of having, for the most part, everybody in the same place, um, it obviously has grown to a point to where there was that, man, do we turn this into a bigger thing? Do we keep it at, do we keep it at this? You know, obviously the pandemic kind of had its own way with what that was gonna be. But I think that whole idea of everything is right here, everything is, is just, um, so self-contained and you you walk downstairs and every you know and everybody is there and there's just this, there's such a sense of community that 
I'm not sure that I know any other conference that is actually, or gathering period, that is even like that. And, um, and, and that's been rejuvenating to me because I've always been somebody who has thought about helping people as far as careers as opposed to get the gig or skill up or whatever. And so I've always believed very much in what Gerald has been doing and uh, have told him so as much as I can. Randall Ryan, folks, thank you so much. Where did, so let's go from video game producer and director to... Mr. Dave Fenoy. Well, hi, everybody. How you doing? Uh, good to be here. Um, I'm just a little bit drunk. That's good. That's why. Because That's uh, there's a party going on downstairs, um, and everybody's waving it in the air like they just, just don't, don't care. care. Yeah. <laughs> what has VO Atlanta meant to you and you know, helping people? Because I, I brag about you all the time, how caring you are and how giving you are to this community. What has it meant to you over these years? Well, I, I think it's one of the best conventions for voiceover ever. It's probably one of the best conventions for any business ever uh, for so many reasons, but right at the top of the list is who Gerald Griffith is. Um, I remember my first VO Atlanta, I came, something was going wrong, and uh, people were running around with their heads cut off, you know, sort of, oh, God, what are we going to do? And uh, Gerald came up and, oh, hi, yeah, oh, so what's the problem? Okay, let's, uh, and he just, chilled everybody out, handled it, and the show went on. And he has just been that guy. He doesn't make it about him. Uh, he makes it about what other people are looking for here. He's, he's not the guy I know how to do it. He's, so what do you guys want? What would be a good idea for next year? Um, he has opened it up to the entire world. We don't have as many international uh, students or teachers this year because of COVID. Uh, but he couldn't do anything about that. Right. Dave Fenoy, everybody, thank you so much. Thank you so much. What does VO Atlanta mean to you? Over the years, people that have gone to VO Atlanta, what people have talked about is just that the sense of community is insane. I mean, people are so excited and so supportive of each other. And it is really a family when you come to this event that people quickly who've never come here before immediately feel drawn in, they feel like they're accepted. The breakout sessions and, and the X sessions have been amazing, the learning level is amazing, but it's the connections with the people. Sitting down at lunch, milling about in the hotel, like having drinks at the bar, it's just been, it's been life-changing, absolutely life-changing. If nothing else, it just breeds that familiarity, it makes this community not seem so isolated, it makes us feel like we're friends, not competitors. To be honest, for a lot of us, it's uh, something we've been looking forward to that we didn't know we always needed or wanted. It's been so incredibly special because I've, you know, again, met so many incredible people, a lot of talented people. Oh my gosh, VO Atlanta means family, success, all around awesomeness, and a place to come home to. And it's really changed my life and my career and my friendships just to spend time with the people that I've met. It's been really amazing, really amazing. The door has swung open, the hearts have joined, and I'm back with my family, and it's absolutely been unbelievable. I've been to every one, except for the first one, and it's meant building lifelong friendships and lifelong colleagues and lifelong 
people that you never imagined would ever be a part of your life that are very famous in the industry and who have embraced you and brought you in and uh, accepted you as one of their own. So it's meant, uh, it's meant friendship and family. Yeah, that's what it's meant for me. Back to the house party. So we've talked to all these legends that have been here many times and are coaching and directing, but I want to get a first-timer's experience. Troy, Troy Holden, come over here. Troy Holden, everybody. So Troy, Troy's story is that he just got into voiceover here in the last couple few years, but Troy is proof that it's not about the voice. Remember how we always talk about it, it's not the voice. It's not the voice. It's what you do with your voice. Troy is blessed with this beautiful Middle Tennessee accent, and he thrives in that realm. But Troy, tell us what VoiceOver Atlanta has meant to you your first time coming. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's pulled me out of the shell, Kevin. I, I came in here scared and nervous. I was intimidated, of course. But to go in and get to do reads with people, to be trained by some of the best, and to walk out of there and think, you know what, I can do this. And, and to go out and just keep networking and, and the contacts I've made, it's phenomenal. And I hate to see it end, it's my first and last, but hopefully something will pick it up. I mean, I think this is great. I wanted to add, and I, I'm, I hope you're okay with me saying this, he just shared it with me downstairs. Um, Pandora wants to talk to Troy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That shows you what he is. We don't have a voice like Troy. And they said, give, us, give him your business card, business card. And isn't that amazing? It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, worth, well worth the ticket price. Yes. Troy Holden, thank you so much. Troy, thank you so much. Kevin and I presented for the first time this year, and I have to say I was pretty intimidated. I mean, I was a little nervous. We did a breakout session, and I mean, to have those nerves on your first session, and then to look up and you have Joe Cipriano, and Marilyn Wisner, and who else? Uh, Dave Walsh, yeah, Jeff Everett, Daniel, Everett Oliver, AJ. standing in the back of the room. Jace, Jace was there. Thank you, Jace. I mean, there were so many of you, but it was, it was like, why are they in here? You know, and, yeah. but it, I, I really think that you, they were there in support. And once again, it proves that what the voiceover community is all about. Can I just say, it's not always because we just want to support. Sometimes we want to learn something too from one of our cohorts. Noise, by the way. So, <laughs> you, you can never know it all. Really? I love that. That's that is amazing. That is amazing. And, and what, that was Dave Fennoy just speaking. And the funny thing about Dave Fennoy is like we asked him a question when he was on our podcast a year or so ago, whenever it was. But we said, Dave, you know, you train so many people. You coach so many people. Do you still train? He's like, oh, yeah. I still, I still work at it. I still train with other coaches. I still get after it. So it just shows you that no matter what level you are in your career, if you stop getting better, you'll stop being good. And he's proof of that. He still trains, he still gets after it. So it, it's just amazing. No matter where you are in your career, keep training, keep the getting after it. The greatest athletes all have coaches. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Did anybody else have anything they wanted to add? Christy, anything else you wanted to add, Christy Bowen? Officially wrap it up. It's like we're all gonna start crying. I know. Um, the one thing I will say is that Gerald, he's just amazing. Uh, his his idea that he only wants to bring people 
to this conference who are willing to be with other people at all times. He doesn't bring anybody to speak that isn't willing to be at a lunch table with people they don't know who may be newbies. He doesn't bring in prima donnas who are there to sell their books in their classes. He, he wants it to be people meeting people. And like I believe it was Dave said, you know, or Randall said, the, the, you know, our name tags have our name and where we're from. That's it. And just everything he's given to this conference is just astounding. And being behind the scenes, I know a lot more than a lot of people do. And believe me, the amount of work this man has done right. and the amount of love and the amount of sacrifice he has given is astounding. And we all owe him a very big debt. So the best things in life you can do is to show gratitude and have gratitude because you can never be happy without gratitude. The single most important emotion, feeling a human can have. If you don't have gratitude, you will never be happy. We're all grateful to Gerald Griffith for everything he has done over the past nine years. So thank you, Gerald, for setting up such a wonderful place, and I, I'm grateful. Um, thank you so much, Gerald, for bringing us all together as a family. You know, i got to say something. Uh, what Gerald has put together here is absolutely phenomenal. I think his, him and his entire crew have just put something together that has brought together this community. Thank you, Gerald!